What's up, guys? Welcome back to the next interview episode for the JJN Show. This is Josh this week, and I interviewed a photographer friend of mine named Shelby Dressel. She is the owner of Shelby Jade Photography, which is a Minnesota-based business. And I was really interested in getting this interview recorded with Shelby because she was, I think, the first person that I reached out to who had started her own business when I wanted to start my own business. And so I reached out to her and just said, hey, Shelby, can we go out for coffee sometime? And can I just, you know, pick your brain about starting a business, what kind of advice you have, how you did it, that sort of thing. And so this episode has a lot of great information about, you know, goal setting for when you're when you work for yourself and how you get started working for yourself and advice to get started working for yourself and and how to do all of those sorts of things. So I'm really excited for you all to hear it. And let's get started. What's, What's up? up? This, this is, is the JJN, JJN Show, Show with Josh, with Jacob, with Nick. Okay, so first of all, thanks Shelby for coming on. I'm I'm really excited to I don't know have this discussion and kind of just chat about everything and your life and your work and all that stuff. It was really interesting. Um, originally, when I wanted to start a business, you were on like the top of my list of people to reach out to. And just have it, you know, get advice from to talk about what it's like and how to do it and and that sort of thing. But before we discuss specifics about that sort of thing, um, why don't you just give me a brief, I don't know, history? Just kind of like tell me about yourself. You can do as little or as as much as you want, and then I can branch off from there. Okay. Well, I went to Watertown High School with you. I mean, mm-hmm. I graduated before you, but. Yeah. Um, And then I went to Ridgewater College in Wilmer and did the two-year photography program there. And when I was done with that, I started my business. Um, They kind of helped me start it up in 2015 so that I was ready to go. And so in 2015, I was shooting sessions, um, just starting my business. So now it's been over five years, which seems crazy because that makes me feel old. But um, yeah, so now I have an office in my house, but I do all on location work and I have a husband and two little boys. Awesome. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So it sounds like, uh, you went straight to doing, pursuing this photography, um, kind of going back right after high school, you went straight into doing the plan was to do photography, it sounds like. Is that correct? Yes. The In high school, I did a mentorship program um, as one of the credits in high school with a photographer in the next town over. And I decided that I wanted to start my own business and kind of do what he was doing, but on a, a kind of take a different route and do everything like home-based versus having a studio location. Um, but he really put the drive in me to get that started and going right away. So I did the two-year technical program um, right out of high school, and it helped show what I wanted to do. I got to do a little bit of commercial work, a little bit of portrait work, some videography, some editing, like a little bit of everything um, to really narrow down what I wanted to be doing. And I got to tour some different commercial places and I realized that I really love the people aspect, which is why I do majority of my work portrait um, 
I do little commercial jobs every once in a while, but usually for people that I know or businesses that I know where I've already worked with them as portrait clients, I would say. Sure. So was there like a specific situation or instance that gave you that drive, like in that mentorship that got you towards photography or prior to that experience, had you, you know, had you shot photos just for fun or was this kind of just like a shot in the dark thing where you were like, oh, this sounds kind of cool. Let's try it. And then you fell in love with it. And that's where it all started. Um, I, so in high school, I started doing photos for the football team. I would travel with them and do like field shots and team photos and stuff like that. And I had to learn like basic camera skills. So then it really got me interested in photography. I've always, I always liked taking pictures, but I never had to do the work behind like a DSLR shooting in manual mode. Um, that's what kind of pushed me to learn about cameras and really started my interest. And then doing that mentorship with a photographer really solidified like what I, w what I wanted to do. I just saw like the passion he had behind making people feel great about themselves and like getting these photos that are going to last way beyond our lifespan and like just keep going on forever like we're going to have these forever making people feel great about it and wanting to show them off um I don't know I love how I love how photography makes people feel or like captures their special moments that otherwise you might forget parts like if I'm shooting a wedding day you're not going to remember every little thing, or maybe you didn't see your grandma in the corner laughing super hard, but I'd got a photo of it. And now you're going to have that photo for the rest of your life. I just got to experience that passion that this photographer um, got to experience every day in his job. And that really made me feel like, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, which is why I found the program at Ridgewater and just jumped right in. Sure. Yeah, that's super fun. I love hearing about uh, more about, you know, when for any type of work or field or um, thing that people do, you know, it's super fun to hear when they like the specific thing that is has nothing to do with maybe like pay or um, uh, popularity or, you know, that sort of thing. It's it's great to hear when people just love and have a passion for something. And then especially when it's, when you're working with other people and you want to bring that out of them, you know, and you want to, you want to make them feel good. You want to make them happy. That's a super fun and great thing for, you know, everybody to have in whatever they do in life. But going a little bit back, what made you decide then that you wanted to do your own business? Uh, is there a reason specifically that you didn't, you know, it, it, it do, have you, or did you have any experience working for somebody or did you literally just go straight from, you know, this mentorship and then you went to school and then you just were like, you know, this is what I want to do. I'm just going to start my own thing. I'm not even going to go and work for another company or something like that. I'm just going to do it myself. What, where did that come from? Um, to be honest, because I wanted to start a family right away. Sure. <laughs> um, so I just. 
I had goals, like life goals, not just business related. The business aspect was going to like help me get to those life goals. But initially I was trying to decide between being a teacher or photography. I liked that teachers would be home during the summer with their kids. Um, so then kind of playing off of that, I wanted to be able to be home with my kids. So that's why I went the route of starting my own business. I did. So I did that mentorship. And then I also had to do an internship with, I used the same photographer um, through college. I had to do an internship too. So I worked with him twice. Um, I guess that's the only, that is the only experience besides like second shooting um, weddings. But the technical program that I did was a lot of, we learned from professionals and we had all kinds of um, speakers that would come in that are doing different types of photography so I feel like the information and background I got is a lot different than it's not like I woke up one day and I was like, okay, I'm starting my business now. I had a lot of variation in getting different people's opinions and what worked for them and what they liked about things and what they didn't like. That That's how I kind of decided, like, I'm just going to start my own business right away. Um, I was ready to get married. I my husband was my high school sweetheart so we were ready to like get married and I wanted to have kids young um and be able to be home with them not go work nine to five at a studio or whatever it would have been and kind of have my own schedule take important days off like for my family be flexible that way um so that's that's why I started my own business versus going to work for someone first I'm not against working for someone else and maybe in the future I would um, if the right opportunity came along, because I think it's fun to collaborate and like be with other photographers. But for this time in my life, yeah, I just went, just went for it, I guess. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, a, I mean, that's a great reason, you know, and working for yourself, you, like you said, you have that flexibility to do whatever you want, pretty much. I mean, to an extent, but you, you know, you don't have to ask somebody hey, can I have this day off for, you know, my kids play or their basketball game, you know, anything like yeah. that, you just get to do it, you know, and yeah. obviously, there's responsibilities that come with it, you know, like, oh, okay, well, I have this thing that I have to finish by Friday, my kids thing is on Thursday, that means I'm gonna have to, you know, get it done, or work a little more on Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, if, you know, that sort of thing. But I mean, I, I'm in a similar boat where I like having that, you know, if I need to work a few extra hours earlier in the week to be able to do this thing later in the week, I like that. It doesn't work for everybody, but that's definitely how I you definitely have to like have a driven mindset. And, mm -hmm. but you also learn quick that if you don't put in the work, you're not going to get paid. So oh, yeah. you have yeah, to that's... be willing to like set, set goals for yourself and follow through because it's not for everyone. Not everyone could be like, okay, I'm, when I wake up today, I'm going to work on this, even though it's just me sitting here. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 It, it can be difficult, you know, and, and especially like if you're just alone, you're sitting in this office and it's like, okay, now I have this thing where there's nobody like looking over me. Per se. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody to tell me I have to do this. Like I have to tell myself to do it. So yeah, it's a, it's a great thing, but you definitely have to have the right type of mindset and work ethic to be able to do it. 
Yes. But so since we're on, uh, we have, you brought a lot of really good points up, but I'm really interested in discussing like work-life balance with you then since we kind of had a, a really good path carved to discuss that. So you, you kind of talked about, you know, you've started a family and you started your own business and they kind of were the, they went together in a way. So how do you balance the two things, right? Because you had this life goal that you wanted to, you went to school and you're like, okay, I'm going to start this business. I want to start a family. I want to get married. I want to do all these things. And then you have these business goals also. And we can discuss specific business goals later, but I'm interested to know, how do you like set boundaries? I guess is a good way to put it. You know, how do you make sure that you're not maybe working on weekends if you don't want to, you know, if, if your husband and your, and your children are home on weekends, how do you, how do you kind of balance these things? Or, you know, I got to be done at four or five or 6 PM, or I got to be done at 2 PM so I can pick up kids from daycare or pick them up from school. And, you know, then it's family time after this certain time, you know, it's dinner, we hang out, you know, I'm not going to work late into the night. So mom's in her office and dad and kids are over in the other side of the house. Like, can we kind of discuss that a little bit? Yes. And I'll say, I, I feel like I don't have it down yet because so, um, everything changes when you have another kid and you think you have it down or someone gets older and then like it's ever changing, I would say. However, I just, August, September, October, it's like just a sprint. Like it just is a blur. And I just know that every year that that's going to be my craziest time. And I'm going to have to sacrifice some things in order to make money so that when I have my slow season, I can enjoy it with my family more. Um, but I'm thankful for that busy time, even though it's really hard. Like, yeah. I want to just be hanging out with my kids. But some nights when my husband gets home, I'm like, I have to go sit in my office and edit because otherwise, how is it going to get it done? Um, this year was the first year that I really had to, like, hire out work just because I have such a such a little baby this year. Um, it, which was really hard decision for me, but it really helped me through just like those busy couple months. It's not like, a, it's just when I need help now, I know I can ask for it and it really relieves a lot of stress. I, the reason why I have my own business is so that I can spend time with my family. And when it's my little brother's birthday, I can take that weekend off. Um, I love the flexibility, but yeah, it's so hard because you have to choose, you know, like if, if I want to get paid, I still have to do this work, even though I could just, you know, let it be like, oh, I, it takes five months to get your photos back. Like people don't want that. People, people want their photos and you have to get your work done, have a good rep for your business, but still be able to play outside with your kids. I don't know. It, it's ever changing. And I don't think anyone has it down completely. And if they do, they should let me know. Um, <laughs> because I, yeah, but it's so worth it to me because I can just be like, okay, this day is no, I'm not working. I can't work. It's my son's birthday. It's really important to me. Um, 
you get to choose stuff like that. So then sacrificing and staying up till midnight, even though you know that your baby's going to get up in the middle of the night, like it makes it easier because of all the things, all the benefits outweigh all the cons, I would say. Um, yeah. I don't know if that really answers it. There's not really an answer because I'm still learning. I'm still yeah. learning. Yeah. So have you gotten like, I don't know, have you like, read anything or done any research or gotten tips from other people who have been doing this sort of thing for a long time about, you know, ways that you can work toward it? Or do you have goals for yourself? Um, you know, it, it definitely is something that you're constantly learning. And, you know, you think this is going to work. It's like, okay, that's not, that's not working. Now I have to change it. Like, you know, do you have certain goals or pathways for yourself to try to get toward the closest to perfection of work-life balance that you can get? Um, I feel like it's just a feeling, like, if that makes sense. Sure. If I feel like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen my kids this week during busy uh, season, then I know something needs to change, which is when I started hiring out, um, just a couple sh sessions of editing. Like I do like the color correction, all that. And then I just send out for facial retouching, um, simple things like that. Like I just hit a, I hit a point where I'm like, okay, I miss my kids. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I always miss my kids, but yeah, it's, it's hard. I don't know that I have a perfect, like I don't have anything perfectly planned in my head because one week I could have no shoots. And then the next week I have six. You, it just depends on the weekend, depends on the weather. There's no way to be like, okay, every Tuesday. I did try to schedule more this year, Tuesday, Thursday shoots and weekends. So then at least I know when I'm going to be gone doing shoots. Um, but then you have to throw in all the editing, which is the majority of the work anyway. Um, so a lot of late night edits and yeah. up past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I uh... It's hard because it's not consistent. Like I'm consistent in my workflow but it's not consistent when I have the shoots, like how they're spaced out. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the really difficult thing about trying to find a balance when you work for yourself because, you know, the biggest thing is that people say you just have to set boundaries, right? And it's yeah. like, it's easy to say that, but it's difficult to do. And it's, it's definitely doable for like ex certain extents of time, certain amounts of time. But, you know, there's always, you know, say I could be like, okay, I'm done working at 5 p.m. because that's when Megan gets home. And then it's like, you know, then we hang out and that sort of thing. I don't want to work on weekends because I like to keep my creative stuff flowing and take breaks and, you know, that sort of thing. But, you know, you could keep that going for a week, two weeks, a couple of months even where it's just really flowing really well. But then all of a sudden you get this shoot and it could be like, okay, but we have to shoot on Saturday. Okay, well now I have to work on Saturday. And it's going to be a full day shoot. And we need it by, you know, the next week. Okay, well, that adds, that's a Saturday workday. And then to get you all of the stuff that we're doing a week from now, you know, that's that's going to be a lot of hours that I'm having to tack on, not to mention any other work that you might be doing if you have shoots on the next Tuesday, if you have shoot yeah. other shoots that weekend, other portraits, you know, that sort of thing. But those are things that you have to take sometimes because you might be like, okay, you know, I really want to work with this person or this pay is really, really good. It's just not something that I can or want to turn down. 
So then yeah. every once in a while, you have to accept something like that, where it's like, okay, you know, I got to tell myself, you know, the next two weeks now, it's going to be pretty, you know, cutthroat. I'm going to be working quite a bit and it's going to be not quite as much break time, but that's yeah. how it goes with, with yeah, self-employment. That. Yeah, that's why, like, when it's crazy season, I mean, in Minnesota, you, not a lot of people want to brave the cold, which I love it when they do because it's so fun to shoot in the snow, but all your work is packed into a few months. Majority of my income is in a few months. So like, I know, I just know that is my crazy time. I'm going to be tired. Um, But then I get the benefit of the relaxing winters and working on more of um, the back end of business when it's slower and it's just like a crazy race through the busy season. Um, but that's one of the perks of the job, I guess, because then you get, you get to choose how busy you are. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if you choose like, you're like, yeah, I want to shoot. I want to shoot. I want to shoot. But then like you see the benefit of that. Yep. yep. Then it's hard because you are exhausted or because you missed hanging out with friends that night or whatever. Yeah, it's hard to to find a balance when you're in a, a business like this because it's not like I sit on the phone from nine to five or something um, and then the next day I wake up and I do the same thing and then the next day I wake up because one day I'm editing, the next day I'm doing galleries, the next day I'm shooting. It's just like such a mashup of everything, sure. which is also what I love because I love that it's never the same day twice. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a huge benefit too. you know, variety and keeping yourself, I don't know, entertained in a way. It's very fun. And it's good. It's good to, you know, have fun while you're working and doing these things. That's always a great thing. It's a very fun career, I would say. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So since we're kind of talking about, you know, balance and uh, things that can be a struggle, but are worth it and that sort of thing. How do you find motivation then to continue doing these, you know, working through, you know, times that are hard or, or super busy and you're tired and you're not finding a lot of time to be able to go spend time with your family and do other things that you want? Where does the motivation come for you to continue and, and push through these things? Aside from, you know, we've established that you love, you love shooting photos and you love the work that you do. So, but as much as you love things, you know, they still can be tiring, right? It, it still can be a lot of work. And you, if you're busy, you know, things can get exhausting and overwhelming at times. So how do you kind of work through that and, and find motivation to continue it? I Honestly, it's my clients because I get so excited knowing, like I'm so excited when I send that gallery and they're going to sit there and they're going to be freaking out like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this is me. Like I look so good or, oh my gosh, this is totally us. Like, that's what I love. And I know the, like the excitement of getting your gallery and then your, how I feel when I get a gallery of photos of me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love them. And I know my clients are feeling that same way. So when I send those galleries at midnight, like I know they're going to wake up happy. Um, I would say just making people feel good. That's like a big drive. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I love making them feel good. Like at the shoot, 
And that sometimes they still don't believe me that it went so good. And then I send them their gallery, then they're amazed. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're right. That one outfit was so cute or whatever they say. And I just know that I'm making them feel really great with what I love to do, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So how do you, how do you work with people then? How do you, while you're shooting and, and working with people and talking with them and, you know, kind of, you know, a lot of people aren't super comfortable on camera. So you kind of have to direct them and, you know, work with them and make them comfortable. How do you do these things? I think it just takes a lot of experience, like working with a wide variety of clients. I still get shoots where sometimes people are hard to like open up, but you can always like, if you're being authentic, you can always find something to talk about or some sort of connection, something that makes them happy. Even if you're not, it might not be your interest, but you can respect that it's totally their interest and just make them feel really great about it. Um, be open to like learning about people and genuinely caring. Like when you're shooting there, I know I, I've read a lot of horror stories of photographers just like not they have a terrible experience with their photographer and they say like oh I didn't even know if I was doing it right like I never want my clients to feel like that I want them to be like comfortable like I'm just there hanging out with them and then I'm taking photos and I think it's just genuinely caring and like having conversation trying to be a nice human being and get to know somebody have interest in them I think that's the biggest part of it because then you're going to capture how they actually are like their their real facial expressions their actual genuine laughs um you have to care <laughs> that's sure. if, if I show I could just show up at a shoot and be like okay sit there turn your face toward the sun like open your eyes bigger, but like, I don't want to do that. I want to make them have a, an experience when they come to a session with me. I want to be laughing and be like, oh my gosh, can you jump higher or can you climb up that thing and try not to fall? But don't worry, I'll, I'll take a picture of you if you do. Like just joking with them, having fun with them. Yeah, I love that I get to meet so many different people and build actual connections that now we're like Facebook friends or we catch up with each other once a year when we do a session or yeah I don't know I don't remember what you asked me to start but then I started no, going no that. that's fine that's <laughs> fine so it it was kind of you just discussed you know how how you make people feel comfortable and how you work with people while you're shooting with them is this something that like, I don't know, were you, were you taught this in school? Is it just kind of, have you always been, you know, fairly comfortable just talking to people and working with people? Is this something that you learned over years now of shooting and from the beginning, maybe you weren't quite as comfortable, but then you learned, okay, this person was really comfortable and their photos were really nice. You know, I have to do this type of thing again. Where did, how did you learn this? Um, so in school, in college, uh, we learned when we were all really nervous, they taught us to mimic like the other person's personality to like start. So if you have somebody who comes to a shoot and they're very quiet for me to just be like, Oh my gosh, how's it going? Like freak out right away and be like, this is so cool. Can you run down this road? They're going to be like, Oh my gosh, like this is a lot. And I don't, I can't do this. And you're going to make them shut down. But it, if you come to, into it and you know that they're kind of quiet and timid, like 
have conversation first, start off a little slower, um, just mimicking their personality. I think that's the best way to get started. And then by the end of it, you can be a little crazy because then they get to know you and they realize that you're not being like in their face. They're, you're just being yourself genuine. Like you don't want to fake it, but you can, you can dial it back. You know, does that make sense? No. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's awesome. I, I don't think I've ever heard that before, but that makes a lot of sense. It's definitely something that I feel like I kind of just try to do maybe for the comfort of the room. Maybe yeah. like if I'm like working with somebody and I, and I walk in and that, like you just said, if they're not super outgoing and they're quieter, then it's, you know, I try to ease into things and, you know, make them comfortable and, and people don't want to do things that they don't want to do. Right. So yeah eventually you could get them to do certain things once they're comfortable but especially if if you come in and and you're this completely opposite spectrum of the personality as them and you're like blowing up in their face and you're trying to get them to do things and you know they'll just shut down like you said so right yeah, yeah. like if you show up to if i show up to an engagement session and they're kind of like more modest couple quiet i'm not just going to be like okay give her a big juicy kiss and dip her down because then they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is awkward. And then the rest of the session is going to be so awkward. I'm going to start with like, oh, hold hands and walk down the path, you know, little things. And then maybe you can build up to that big juicy kiss. But like, you have to, you have to be able to read people, I think. And so mimicking their behavior, how they are, really helps with any, any session, I would say. Sure. Or any room. Like if you walk into a room and it's quiet, you're going to like, they're going to like you more if you're like quietly introduce yourself, not like, what up? I'm here. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Okay. So kind of to take a, a tiny step back to this motivation topic that we talked about a little bit ago. Um, what do you do if you can't find motivation? You know, cause Pretty much everybody has those days where you get up and maybe it's like a Monday and you've got not a ton of work to do that week, but you have a few things that you want to do. What do you do to, to get yourself motivated to make sure you do things? And it's not just like, uh, I'm just going to sit around and not do anything until Thursday because I don't have to, you know, that sort of thing. Cause you should always, you know, you should always be trying to improve and, and doing one thing or another with work or with research or with education or, you know, learning things, what do you do to get yourself motivated? Um, I like to think about, I might only have one session to edit, but I should edit it because what if, t what if today somebody calls and they want to shoot tomorrow, then I'm going to have two sessions to edit. Like it, it, it piles fast. So like you want to stay on top of it. But if I'm feeling kind of like stuck, I like to maybe Pinterest and find like creative shoots or think mm -hmm. about what's a shot that I've always pictured. Or maybe I, like I just text my sisters this morning and was like, my sister got a new Morphe um, eyeshadow palette and there's fresh snow and the, the colors in it were blues and purples. So like I literally just texted them this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys should do perfect, like bright eye ma makeup and then let's go lay in the snow. Like sure. just random. And it's not like most clients wouldn't, call me and be like, hey, can we do this shoot of me laying in the snow with crazy yeah. eye makeup? 
but it's something that's going to be creative for me and get me excited about a shoot and give me like fresh ideas because maybe when they're laying there I'm like oh this would be really cool to try to put your hand here instead and then I might use that pose in my next senior shoot um sure yeah kind of do yeah. creative things like that or I'll go down like a rabbit hole on YouTube like look up cool effects to do with my DSLR or something and then just mm -hmm. see other people doing creative stuff and then it might spark something in me and then I'll just like let it play while I start working on my website or start making a list of shoots that I want to do in the future whatever mm -hmm. sure. yeah yeah that makes sense I think um like being creative on your own especially for you know creative work people that do creative work doing these things that are your own personal creative projects that you could even use to, um, I don't know, advertise and, and get people to see, Hey, look, I also do this. Um, like, uh, I, I think it was around Halloween. You posted these like Halloween spooky photos and it was, yeah. I, I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw these pictures like, Oh, these are really cool. Like, this is fun. This is fun. And then I saw that it was you and I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like to see, Cause I know Shelby's style. I know, you know, what you shoot yeah. for the most part. And then seeing this was like, oh, this is fun. It's, it's something different than what she right. does, it, but it still has her, like her style is still in it. I can still see the Shelby in this photography, but it's a different type of photo. I don't know. It was, right. it was super fun. But, yeah. It's so much fun to do stuff like that. And I think, cause people always say that, like I shoot with my sister a ton and it's because we'll just come up with some idea and then I just need to be creative for a little bit. Not everyone wants pictures of them in clown masks on Halloween. Like I don't yep. book a session for that, but yep. my family was dressed like clowns. So I might as well take photos and make them like really gritty and different than my style, but still like yeah. me really excited about it. And then people are interested, like you said, like, Oh, this is Shelby. Like, so then it gets people it get it gets me fresh in people's minds for next year when they're like, Oh my gosh, I remember I saw this really cool photo. Who was that photographer? Then they like go back because they ended up following me because of a random photo or something. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing creative projects like that. Um I think it's important because then it makes me still love what I'm doing. Um because it can get repetitive. As much as I love shooting families and seniors, it can get repetitive because you're doing the same poses over and over because that's what people want. You just got to do some crazy stuff sometimes. Keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And then you learn, you know, even if, you know, maybe there's a thing that you shoot and you end up never shooting something like that for an actual job, but there's yeah. things that you learn doing that shoot that you can put toward these other shoots and make, you know, if you're shooting this, family photos or these corporate things that are like, okay, I've done a thousand of these, pretty much all of them are the same. They all want the same thing. You could be like, Hey, you know what? Let's try this thing out. Just, you know, it wasn't what you originally wanted, but we've done the things you want. Let's try this thing out and then we'll play with it. And then maybe you edit these things and you put these things together and you throw that in with their package and like, wow, this is fantastic. Okay. Like, yeah. we're so glad you did this. Okay. And then you post this. And then other corporate people are maybe like, whoa, this is different. I like this a lot. We should hire her because she has this, I haven't seen this before, right? Right. And then you branch out and you get 
you get more work, maybe you can charge more, you know, those sorts of things, all just stemming. It's like a, the butterfly effect from this right. free family, you know, personal shoot that you did on a weekend sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. And it just keeps me practicing my art too. Like even if I'm just using them to post for fun, um, I'm still working on my editing or maybe I try editing a different way or just like messing with the photo a little bit more um, than my standard bring it into Lightroom, send it through my normal presets, color adjust. Like I can play with the sliders a little bit more. Um, yeah. And then sometimes that makes tweaks to my style because maybe I like, oh, I really like black's a little more dense or I really like whatever and I can change it and make it better. Yeah, I think that's just kind of how you keep growing too is just experimenting, playing around. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a huge thing that we discuss on this podcast is goals for ourselves as well as other people. You know, what, what your goals are, how you're going to work toward them, everything about that topic. So I'm interested to know, and this can be, you can, you can morph like your work and everything that we just discussed into one thing, but I'm interested to know what kind of goals you have set for yourself for the future. It doesn't necessarily have to be far future. You know, if you just have goals set for this next year or the next few years, like, you know, what kind of goals do you have set for yourself? Uh, well, it's the end of the year, like very end of the year. So usually at the beginning of January, I go over all my business goals from the previous year and make my new list for the new year. Um, so it's kind of in between stage right now. And I've just been thinking about my 2021 goals. And I like to always count up how many sessions I did through the year and then like how many paid sessions and then how many weddings and how many of like each type and then I set my goals like off of those numbers like I want to beat it I want to beat it or maybe like this last year I I changed my pricing structure a little bit so then I kept my my numbers the same but I knew that I would still be like beating it it's like a little game for myself um so definitely I I have to go through all my numbers for my sessions and stuff like how many weddings I want to shoot and all that but I, I'm, that's a big part of my goal setting for my business. And then I usually pick something like I want to do off of creative shoots. I would say like I want to do five creative shoots that include one couple and one animal or like something like a little bit out there to try to get done just to like stretch my mind a little bit. Or I'll say like I really want to shoot at the stone arch or something pick a location or a type or um the whole look like I might have something planned in my head like I really wanted to shoot a couple years ago at the ice castle with somebody in a red dress so mm -hmm. I did that but like I'll write down specific sessions exactly how I want it um then I try to like brainstorm my marketing and then marketing goals that way. I don't know. Do you want like specifics? I don't know. It, you don't have to give like, I mean, if you have specific goals you, you want to work towards, you know, um, like 
if one of your goals is to shoot a celebrity wedding or, you know, that sort of thing, it doesn't fun. have to be, but like, <laughs> just like if there's overall goals for you as a person, as your business that you're really working toward. So, um, a big, like, a big goal that we have, like my husband and I is to eventually move from this house and move somewhere in the country. And then I, like my ultimate goal would be, I would shoot just on the property. So I, oh, well, oh, I, would go, sure. I would go other places too, but like my senior sessions would mostly be shot there. So I'd have like different walls set up. I would have like wildflower garden. I would have like wheat area, like different um, styles. So I could shoot just on my property. Um, so that's like a big goal that we're always working towards and like excited about, which I feel like, Hopefully that'll happen in the next few years at least. Um, but I like to I like to build goals like with my husband too, like family goals. Mm -hmm. We're very family oriented, so yeah. like having kids, like it was our goal to have a couple kids. We've done that. We'll probably have a couple more in the next five years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I see it like my my biggest like business goal is to have something set up like that like my in-laws just moved to a farm and it's really fun to take clients out there and the different textures to shoot but then we're just like at home which is really fun to like i know all the best like i want to know all the best lighting for that time of day and i want to know that i can shoot a golden hour session perfect through these trees at this time like i would love to just have that set up um that's like my biggest like yeah goal yeah. With business i don't know yeah. um that's a super cool um i like goal and idea for it so it's essentially like you've taken this way back now how you said that there, you wanted to start this photography business but you wanted to like work from home you didn't want to shoot in a studio that sort of thing it's like taking that and morphing it like it's like taking i don't want to shoot in a studio but i'm gonna make my own studio yeah, essentially know. but yeah. it's not a studio right it's like yeah. this giant it's like having a full-on set where you can shoot one theme over here another completely different theme over yeah. here that's yeah that's a super that is, super that is what i want like i want like perfect like wheat field grass and know that there's no burrs in it for my clients to go lay in it or run through barefoot. Like I want to be able to have these amazing spots, like in the spots that I love shooting around town or um, different locations, I want to have like mini versions, but like I'll be able to control it and I can plant it right where I want. So the sun looks perfect. And yeah. So, so kind of building an outdoor studio, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's super cool. That's a, that's a fantastic goal to work toward. And then, you know, you have all this extra room that you can do other things in too, right? You can yeah. play and do whatever yeah. the heck you want. And so. run free and <laughs> yeah. enough energy and yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nice. And having people come to you for the most part. And yeah, yeah that's it, super cool it, to hear. It brings back like more family time too, because I'm not traveling anywhere. It's not like I'm driving a half an hour to the Arboretum like they're coming to me. So when they show, they're going to show up right at that time. And then I just walk outside, do a session, walk back inside and I'm home. And yeah. I just, I feel like that just seems amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's super cool. I love hearing that. So what kind of advice would you give somebody who is working toward similar goals? Not necessarily the, you know, the studio yard, that sort of thing, but, you know, to become a self-employed photographer or maybe just to become a photographer in general, not necessarily self-employed, but to be able to shoot photos and work for somebody, you know, what, maybe somebody who's getting out of school or not even necessarily, it could be of any age, but somebody who's interested in, you know, I love shooting photos and I think that I want to pursue this as more than just a hobby and I want to, I'm passionate about it and I want to make it my job. What, what did, what advice would you give to people based on what you went through? Um, I would say when we, when I started college, they said, they get, they told us two things on the first day. They told us that we need to just fake it till we make it. So you need to feel confident and feel like you have this thriving business already. And then that'll come to you. You have to like, you can't be like, oh my gosh, I really, really hope that I get one shoot. And then you get one shoot and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to get another shoot. You have to be like, oh, I got a shoot. Okay. And then I'll book another one tomorrow. You just need to kind of fake it till you make it. Or you don't, maybe you shoot in weird lighting and you're like, oh no. But you don't ever say to your client, oh no. You just go, okay, let's turn around. And then I'll just know like I'm going to throw those, those photos away. Um, so they told us that, and they also said, if they love you, they'll love your photography, and I feel like that's very true. Like, if somebody comes to me because somebody else had a really great experience, so they already come to me loving me, that's amazing. Or if it's somebody that doesn't know anything about me, they just found me on Facebook, the first thing I want to do is, like, get them to really like me, because that's what's going to make them comfortable. Um, I want to give them a great experience. It's such, it's so much about the experience, I feel like. Uh, if they have a terrible time, they're just going to remember that in their photos. They're going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I remember I felt so awkward when she was trying to pose me here. Or, like, she made fun of my nose in this photo or something. You just, if they like you, they're going to like your photography. And I, I really think that's true. I mean, my professor who's been doing photography for I don't even know how long, forever, that's what she told us and it seemed to work. So I trust her. Um, and then I feel like it's really important to set goals for yourself and you need to be realistic and know that you need to make it work. Uh, you can't just be like, okay, $25 for a shoot just so I can get somebody to book me because you need to you need to establish yourself as a professional and then still be willing to like learn. You need to be a lifelong learner. You need to just start like soaking in education, never be like oh my gosh, I would never do that. You just need to see how other people run things and then grow from there. Um it's a lot of work and it's so worth it you have to stay creative and um it's such a people business I just really feel genuinely feel like you need to make your clients happy and feel loved and then that's how you're going to book sessions sure yeah it makes awesome. people know that you care about them genuinely yeah yeah I love the the experience thing I've heard so many people say that you know a huge reason that they get booked for something is obviously because, you know, they're 
clientele, they love the work that they do. But one of the biggest reasons is because they love the person and they yeah. want to work with, you know, I want to work with this person. I don't, you know, I could yeah. all work with this person who has photos that are, you know, they're kind of similar videos that are kind of similar and this sort of thing. Or even, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, I could, I could go choose this person who's half the price, but I want to work with you because I love you. I love working yes. with you, that sort of thing. And then that just makes it that much more fun. You know, when you're working with people that you've established this relationship with or who have been referred to you and know that they want to work with you because, because of you, the person, that sort of thing, it makes that work so much more fun. And then we go back and say, you know, it's more comfortable and all these things kind of go together. And, and then, yeah, yes, they all go together. Yeah. And establishing yourself as a professional is the other thing that, you know, it's just, it's, it's almost like it's all one in the same where it comes together and you're doing all these things and it takes a lot of work, like you said, right? yes. and, and it takes time. Right. And, yes. and setting realistic goals is very important. Cause I remember saying, you know, there's people that shoot 30 weddings in a year or 50 weddings or more that, and, and you can't, you know, if it's your first, you've never done a wedding before. Most people, you know, there's those few, very, very few that maybe get that thing, but most people, you might only get one for the year, right? Yeah. And then you got to know, okay, that was a great wedding and I'm hopefully going to be able to book more with it. But next year, my goal shouldn't be shoot 50 weddings, right? Yeah, Maybe right. it should be, I should shoot five weddings this year. And then if you shoot six, that's just that much better. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, I shot six weddings. Well, maybe we could double it now. Right. Six to 12, six to 10, that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, morphing that all that advice is super good. And then, and then it comes together really, really well and, and wraps up together. Yes. So, yeah. That's cool. It all goes together. You gotta cool. love people and love being creative and being able to work hard and be self-motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And and it goes for other professionals too, right? Like I've definitely made friends and made relationships with photographers, videographers, I don't know, people that do audio, you know, random things like that that are able to get you like I've had people that do things that are not even close to what I do. But you think about that on the surface and then it's like, well, actually, why isn't it close, you know? It is close because this person was talking to this person. It's like, oh, you know, my sister-in-law is looking to find somebody to shoot her daughter's senior pictures. It's, oh, yeah. yeah, Shelby. You know, yeah. she shot my daughter's senior pictures. She's awesome. You should check her out. That sort of thing. So Connection. other people, other professionals, connections. It's, yeah. it's a fun world to, I don't know, navigate through yes, in a way. Yeah. So there's just so many different branches of like what we do creatively. Um where we're involved in more like business side, like business professionals, and then we're involved in more art side of it and like um painters and stuff like that. And then like we're kind of in the middle, I feel like, because we work with so many different types of people, which is so much fun. It goes back to loving people and working with people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for serving sure. them well. Yeah. You just want to serve your clients well. And meet so, people. Yeah. Yeah. So how we wrap these up is we end them with rapid fire questions that have nothing to do with the discussion that we just had. Okay. So before we do the rapid fire questions though, we wanted to start asking our interview guests 
if they had a specific song of the week, because every episode, the three of us give our songs of the week that we had been listening to. And then we put it into this Spotify playlist so we can share with people. And I forgot to ask it at the beginning of the episode. So I want to ask you if you have a song of the week that you'd like to share with everybody. Oh gosh. It's really random. Cause I'm, I'm totally like, a country girl and like 90s country is my favorite um but i really <laughs> i really like that the new justin bieber one um i can't think of what it's called is it the it's, lonely song no the the like the holy song yeah holy yep yeah yeah With chance the rapper yeah it's that one it it just got me. It's my jam right now. <laughs> nice. Okay. Right on. Great. It's so, so off the wall because people would never like, they're like, what? I thought you like, like Travis Tritt or something. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It's well, got me right now. <laughs> all right. Well, cool. That's, so that's the song of the week for, for Shelby's episode. We'll make sure to incorporate <laughs> that in some way. That's funny. I, we just, we were listening to Justin Bieber like yesterday when that song came on. It's like, oh, this is a different new song. I like yeah. that. Okay. So to finish this episode off now, I'm going to shoot rapid fire questions at you and just don't even think about them. Okay. You're just going to, you're just going to shoot answers back as fast as possible. And we're just going to go on to the next one. You don't need, you don't have to give an explanation. Just give me your answer and we'll jump to the next one to okay. wrap up the episode. All right. Ready? So the first question is, what is your favorite food, but you have to give that food up for the rest of your life? So you pick something that's not your favorite? Ketchup? Well, but it has to be, it has to be in your list of favorite foods. Oh, so, you know, you have favorite foods, but you yeah. have to give that food up for the rest of your life. Domino's pizza. Oh, that is harsh. I don't think I could do that. My ultimate favorite is bacon cheeseburger, but I cannot live without that. Like an actual bacon cheeseburger or the yeah. pizza bacon cheeseburger? No, oh, like actual an actual bacon cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yeah, I, that's fine. You can't live without that, then you got to go with Domino's. But all right. Favorite children's movie? Oh. Um, oh, I, I watched them all day long. How can I not think of any? Um. Rapid fire is not very rapid. Um, I I really like, oh, Frozen. All Frozen. right. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that took me so long to think of something. <laughs> What's a song that you think everyone should listen to? Holy by Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to dye your hair, what color would it be? Purple. Ooh. What's a job that you would want to do if you weren't doing what you're currently doing and you can't choose your second choice? Oh, mm, like a social media person for like a big company, like just be in charge of social media. Cool. And the final question is, what is your least favorite sandwich topping? Oh, mustard. Okay. All right. Then that wraps up the episode. Thank you so much. <laughs> There's a ton of great information and awesome advice for 
well, really anybody, I guess. It doesn't just have to be photographers, but thank you so much. And maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll have you on again in the future and see, see what the future holds. And, and, uh, you know, maybe someday when you're in your big studio, we can have an in-person interview chat. Yes. That would be fun in my outdoor studio. Oh yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you.